It's hard to feel free when the world is crashing down around us and we're shut up in our homes practicing social distancing. But you don't have to feel trapped. You can write your way to freedom. Welcome to the Right Away Podcast. Hello, friends. It is November the 24th, 2020, as we are recording this morning. I'm your host, Chris Kane, with my co-host, J.P. Reinflush. Still here. Just get you to say your name. Haha, I should have figured out this pro move earlier. Wonderful. So how was your writing week? It was significantly better than last week, but we had some essential gathering stuff this weekend. So that kind of took a little bit of the time, but it was totally worth it. And it snowed today and I'm very excited about that. So that's a distraction to writing. So that's snuggle in weather. I, I know. Honestly, How about you? I don't really miss the snow. It is a little too late in the season for snow, but I'm fine with it. How about writing for you? Um, so I, I messaged you last night and uh, a friend, Sasha, was like, oh, it sounds like you're reacting to have a really, to having a really busy week when I was like, yeah, I haven't been able to like listen to podcasts or whatever. I don't even know what I did last week, guys. Like, I don't think I did anything. But I've started tracking like my to-do list online in Notion. And I was like, oh, like I only have a week's worth. I can absolutely see what I got done last week. So I went in and I was like, oh, I had a book release last week. That's what I did completely wiped from my brain. I don't know how I managed to have a successful <laughs> business at all, but I apparently do. <laughs> so there was that. <laughs> but hey, congratulations on the book release, right? Thanks. Yeah, it's going well. I'm, I'm pleased. And then we had the essential gathering for the author success mastermind this weekend, which was good. I actually got a lot out of creating like that. What we did was day one was a bit craft. Day two was business. And day two, we basically created a Pixar pitch of our our business plan. Mm -hmm. And I have been trying to do business plans this year. It's a group of friends and I have, have been having some really good conversations around that and I just hadn't found a way that worked for my brain until, until Jay Thorne brought this business model canvas to us and he's using it in his revolution FI framework, but he brought us the original creative commons version and I'll probably share what mine is in the links. I think in contrast to how well you took on to the business model, I struggled with that thing and I really liked it. I really liked the kind of uh, approach of looking at what your business can provide and making that one page. But man, that was difficult for me. So I, I'm actually excited to see what you because I'm not going to steal it, but uh, adhere it to what my model might be. I wasn't, I wasn't mentally prepared for that, but it was a good not mentally prepared day. A lot of brain yeah. work. I think for a lot of people, it's really hard to put any kind of business plan together when they haven't already been in business for themselves mm. which is why banks make people do business plans before giving them <laughs> money yeah exactly you need to you to prove that what you're doing or at least can pretend enough that you know what you're doing yeah that was a fun experience that i will definitely have to keep working on okay so you had this idea for talking about how role-playing games can help you to become a better author yeah and I have only just started within the past three or four months participating in role-playing games. We're not going to count the one time 
11 years ago when my neighbor tried to to get us into one and she was a terrible dm and created a six-armed hairy alien that just wanted to have sex with everybody and (laughs) that was not a good we're not gonna count this one we're not gonna count that one that did not count but it did scare me off from trying to find a group for a while because your dm matters so i have been trying and i've been i've just been having difficulty for which I thought as a writer, I would take to role-playing very easily. And it's not been easy for me. Like creating the character was easy, but then doing the consistent character playing part has not. So I, I told you this and you said you had some ideas. Yeah, so I am a bit of a role-playing nerd or collector. I don't really know what you want to call it, but basically if I see a pretty decent role-playing game on Kickstarter, I will kickstart it because I cannot stop. And I'm pretty sure I have 20 plus different types of RPGs. I think the reason why I like RPGs so much is the ability to create such a vast world in which your DMs are capable of then creating the stories within them. So not only from someone who likes creating those expansive worlds, seeing what someone else has developed, but then seeing how you could almost create these stories. Because if you take a look at D&D, how many stories have actually been created off of that platform of that world? It's innumerous. Like you cannot put a number to it uh, because there's just more every day. So that's why I think RPGs is this, this well that writers should really leap into. For characters when you play and you have a a dm who is hopefully at least not creating what your dm created you basically have to deal with choices in your character within a, a split second roll so you generally most games you roll dice some games you flip tarot cards other games you do a bunch of different other things and it depends on how mechanics heavy versus story heavy the rpg is and where it fits on that scale but Ultimately, when you want to do something as a character, you need to roll dice or you need to negotiate how you're going to do that. And then you need to decide what your choice is after that. I feel like that is extremely important for writers because when it comes down to it, you have to make these character choices while you're writing it. And when you're playing role-playing games, those are split-second decisions. And they're not always the ones that you're like, oh, this is a wise decision. Because if you crit fail on trying to jump across a bridge, you didn't make it. So you have to figure out how to fix that problem. I think that's uh, that's a pretty important piece for role-playing games for writers. What other, you, you said you didn't have good experience or we didn't want to count that one, but how about this other one that I've heard that you're a part of? How's that one going? It's going okay. The problem that I find is, talking about Clifton strengths here is that I'm in election. So I tend to take time to think things over. And I don't think that most people realize that because I think about so many things all the time in my head. So by the time somebody asks me a question on most things, I've already thought about this for three months. And so I'm able Mm -hmm. to give you an answer that sounds like, oh, just off the cuff, here's my answer. But that's, I don't have three months to think about this character that I just created (laughs) and what they would do and how they would interact with other people who are going to do completely different things and I'm not in control of them which is good and fine but in that split moment I'm just like I'm gonna 
I'm going to observe. I'm going to observe. Mm-hmm. Like that's, mm-hmm. I should have created a character who's an observer apparently, but that's not the character I created. And so I'm having trouble like getting into the character and in those split moment kind of things. To me, that sounds like you need to work on character backstory because you're not relating to your character. So are you playing, did you say you were playing Pathfinder when yeah. we've talked about it? The one thing I noticed with D and Pathfinder is that while there is some character backstory, it's okay. It's not bad. It's just okay. One of the games that I'm like a huge proponent for is a game system called Invisible Sun. And this comes from Monty Cook Games. And I don't know how available it is now, but you can always get his different types because they all follow a simple flow. So just throwing them out there, the Cypher system and Numenera. But ultimately, like he focuses on this character creation and this character development and these backstories. And then I, in the Invisible Sun games I've played, I've DM'd them. So I have to then create how these characters intertwine and intermix and how we can work on character arcs together. Conveniently enough, Invisible Sun, there are also character arcs. So it, it really focuses on storytelling as its forefront. Now with D&D, there are other supplemental uh, things you can use to figure out how you could create a character backstory. I follow this podcast called The One Shot Podcast. These, I highly recommend this, even if you don't personally want to get into role-playing games for any of the listeners out there, but you just want to get a feel for what it's like to hear what these role-playing games are like, or maybe to get a taste of what Invisible Sun is like, or what some other game systems are like. Uh, One Shot Podcast is a group of comedians from Chicago, basically, that come together and they play these role-playing games, and they are fantastic. They're amazing. Their leader, or the one who basically created the One Shot Podcast from the start was uh, James D'Amato. And he has a, I'm just conveniently have it right here, a Ultimate RPG Character Backstory Guide. I enjoy this book. It is very dense. There are pieces you can skip over, but he really focuses on how you can make your character really strong and how you can create those backstories that really resonate and aren't just pick up the, from the back of the Pathfinder book. So I would recommend this if you're a player, just because it will help you create someone that you can resonate with. And then I feel like once you have that, you would be able to make those sorts of uh, choices a little bit better. Yeah, I love that recommendation. You said that you also had some ideas for people who can't find a group to do RPGs with. So the big one there was uh, the One Shot Podcast, because I, uh, for years, I couldn't find a group and I still wanted to get that feel as to what RPGs could do for my writing and listening to other people, how they respond, how they react. There are hours, I would say days worth of content from that one website where you can listen to how choices have to be made in split second decisions based off of roles. The reason I would recommend this over any sort of radio play or any sort of media in that aspect is these characters are going off of a script. There is already a defined choice. Whereas when you talk about role-playing games, these the, the players themselves have to make these choices within split seconds. So you can see why they're making those choices a little bit clearer. There are also single player RPG games I know that tabletop RPGs get a lot of slack. And so single player, I'm sure you roll in your eyes, or at least some of you might be, but people play video games by themselves. Why can't you play a single player tabletop? 
I would say try those out. One that I've heard uh, a lot about, but I don't have experience in is called Gloomhaven. It's, I think it's involved with cards uh, and you have to make decisions based off of that, but it's just experiencing someone else's very in-depth world and seeing how you can fit a story into it. Gosh, I love that. I don't really have anything to add to this because I, this is something that I desperately want to be able to do well, like to play RPG games. And it's been frustrating me just, so I'm definitely going to get it, dig into that ultimate RPG character backstory guide. Mm -hmm. That's a long name. (laughs) He's got a very specific SEO. He can find that. (laughs) Absolutely. For people who are writers and are getting into RPGs or have already gotten into RPGs. Can you talk a little bit different about the difference between as a player versus as a DM? Yeah. So I feel like there are going to be a lot of people that are afraid to DM, but they should DM. And the reason behind that is you can create these stories for these characters. And then you basically have no control over those characters. They will do what they want. And so it helps you create this world in which you're able to focus on what happens if this, what happens if that, and create these little side quests. The Monty Cook games, I'm explicitly talking about Invisible Sun, but it also includes the the other two that I've mentioned, are focused on this kind of character and arc building. So for writers, I would highly recommend his collection just because it is very focused on that kind of writing and narrative story building. So I feel like uh, those would tie closer to writers. As a player, you have no control over the story and you just have to figure out, well, if I'm a non-binary assassin, why am I here? Why do I care about this rude cleric who doesn't let me steal anything, even though I'm a rogue? You have to find a way to create those friendships. And yes, you can play a game and you can focus on just your character, but the important part, especially for storytellers is you have to figure out how you fit in, how your character fits in, why they're there. And we do this when we write. So why wouldn't we do this when we play games? And it's just, there's that aspect of having other people playing with you where you don't have control over those other pieces that you can then figure out how you can build up these things that you have control over and figure out how they fit into the narrative. As a player, you're working on like your characterization Mm-hmm. hardcore and as a dm maybe plot and exactly. world building and all that fun stuff have yeah. you ever thought about writing an rpg yourself like i have it is a big task because i'm one of those people that it has to be perfect and i know it won't be but i've definitely considered it i think that's part of why i collect so much of it is just because i'm trying to find the pieces that are missing that maybe i could bring to the table but yeah Maybe one day. Cool. Uh, What is our question for the listeners? Have you played RPG? What experiences have you had playing them? And if so, how have you applied that to your writing? Yeah. If you haven't, are you going to in the future? Yeah. Another. That's like five. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but we want to know them all. I think it's just, I think RPGs are pretty, pretty cool. So I want people to try them. Another one, if you're scared to jump into it, or if you have others around you that are iffy, 
is a system called Dread. You use the Jenga tower, and if the Jenga tower falls when you pull it, your character's dead. I, I think that one's really fun. I haven't played that one with people that didn't like it. Everyone I've played with loved the game, so I highly recommend mm-hmm. that one. Cool. All right. And hopefully you'll come join us in the conversation at www.rightaway.com.